Hey everybody, welcome back to Rediscovering Yourself Through Chronic Illness. Um, It's a rainy uh, afternoon here, and I was, just as I was about ready to hit record, I thought I was going to get a coughing fit. Um, My lovely kitty cat is sleeping on top of her cupboard, watching some random Netflix uh, documentary, and thought I'd hop on and uh, do a quick podcast episode while I'm doing some chores and the subject of this one kind of branches off on similar subject matters that I've talked about Um, but it really kind of goes along with the whole idea of controlling your own narrative being the one to grasp the story of your life whatever it is and going along with whatever and however you feel is the best way to approach your life. Whether it's the relationships you have with people, whether or not to get an education, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just something that I thought about. Um, Because one of the things that I've been toying around with for a while and going back to my journalism background is... um, working on a little story of my life, you know, everything with, you know, getting my education, previous medical issues, the issues with POTS, the Chiari surgery, and just kind of, uh, you know, the hodgepodge that's been my life. And just thinking about, you know, my desired plan to get my trip going for Eastern Europe at some point, ideally later this year, you know, really want to get back into the writing, have the next couple of days off from work, So it just kind of got me to thinking about the broader subject of, you know, controlling your own narrative. And, um, you know, within that same vein, I've mentioned before that, uh, you know, I have had the great fortune and um, in a way had the great fortune because one of these individuals is no longer around. But I had the great fortune of being surrounded by such incredibly strong people and particularly and particularly strong women who always encouraged getting to the end of your nose, harnessing your abilities. You know, if you want something, go get it. You know, don't step on anybody's neck or step on anybody's head or step on anybody's toes, but, you know, do the best that you can to achieve the goals that you want for your life, that kind of thing. You know, that's why I tell everybody all the time that, you know, I hold a master's. I may not be using it, but I'm glad that I have it because it's a goal that I set for myself. And, you know, that's why I'm working on getting my Juris Doctorate to go work with conflict refugees because I would like to use my education at some point. But again, you know, what I hold the closest is the fact that my education was a goal that I set for myself and I was able to achieve it despite the unforeseen circumstances that came along the way in the process of trying to get the education to begin with. So, you know, I'm still grateful for that. And, you know, however many times I want to grumble and moan and groan about, you know, getting up and going to work like a lot of people in our own ways, you know, I'm still grateful for the fact that, you know, it's hard to believe it's been almost two and a half years since I started working at my current job. And, you know, retail's retail, but things can and often be quite worse. So, you know, looking at looking at the whole situation as glass half full, it's like I'm working, health is relatively stable, eight months post Chiari surgery, looking at this trip and 
looking at working on my Juris Doctorate, and I have my little kitty pal, and I just, you know, all in all, it's the world's been in such turmoil, especially within the last few weeks and months. I think so far my little narrative has kind of calmed down a little bit, and it's to a degree, to a degree, and it's kind of like, hey, you know, just trying to get back to the whole, you know, idea of looking at thinking, you know, things are all right. Can they get better? Yeah. Could they get worse? Maybe. God forbid they don't, but hey, stuff happens. But, you know, just trying to get back to the positive. Um, my mom has a favorite saying about finding the things that turn your turn a frown upside down. <laughs> uh, but um, it's just, you know, just getting back to remembering, you know, that we, were, we all have the individual ability to write the, the narratives of our respective lives. You know, the people that come along our way that um, contribute the flavor, coloring, spectrum to our life. At, at the very end of the day, we are the authors of our lives, for better or worse. So um, it's something that I've said all the time that I wouldn't redo my 20s, even if anybody paid me. And you know, that's true. I mean, I got my, I got my master's at almost 30 and um, saw dealing with an ovarian tumor. By the time I was 30, I'd beaten that, graduated grad school. It's like, hey, you know, being someone that's going to be turning 40 here this fall, it's like, you know what, I'm content with being where I'm at. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't hurt to be told that I don't look my age. That's the gift that keeps on giving. But I just... I'm, I'm curious and, you know, in a way excited, maybe a little, I don't want to say pensive, but a little apprehensive like anybody would be because, you know, every new day can bring a challenge, can bring a positive. We just don't know. <laughs> you hope for the best, prepare for the worst. But, um, you know, just moving forward and looking into going to the, to turning 40 later this year, it's like, you know, this will, it'll be interesting to see what that new decade brings. And my little cookbook collection, I joke all the time, my cookbooks could literally need a State Department passport, but hey, you know, just trying to find little joys in life, like my little wine collection, and need to get back into reading, learning language CDs, just finding those little moments. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing that I can ever impress upon anybody is just remember that we all have the ability to be the author of our own life, to control our own narrative, and to ultimately be the artist of the overall mural picture of our life when, they, when all is said and done. So while others' situations, circumstances can um, dictate to a degree, we have the final ability to construct ultimately how our life looks in the end. So I think that's definitely something to um, consider moving forward, especially when you're dealing with a chronic illness. You can all, almost feel like you're left helpless and, you know, in effect, you're not the, you know, you're not controlling the own, your own narrative of your own life because it almost seems like it's interwoven. And I mean, I've been guilty of this and a lot of times when you feel like you're drowning in chronic health trauma and doctor's appointments and you feel helpless and you feel like, 
you know, whatever issue and unknown circumstances that you're dealing with with your respective condition or God forbid conditions is dictating your own life. And, you know, the issue or issues themselves are controlling your narrative and you're not. It's almost becomes sometimes a daily and hourly battle to grasp back to reality and be like, hey, I'm the controller of my own narrative, ultimately, for better or worse. I am. So that's something that, you know, I've had to kind of force myself to, um, to remember and something that I'm sure that I'll have to re-remind myself um, on multiple occasions, you know, because it's just human nature and stuff like that. And um, so, yeah, so it's just a little quick little hop on here and... Um, it's hard to believe that this is episode 11 of uh, season three. I'm not entirely sure of what the last episode of season three will be. I want to kind of toy around with that a little bit. Um, but, but yeah, I, looking at the fact that I'm almost six months into this project between the podcast and Instagram page and just seeing the little footprint that the podcast has created from a domestic and international perspective, the 630 followers on um, Instagram, about 450, 460 on threads. Many of them are the same between the two, but still roughly that's about where, they, where they're at. And you know, it goes without saying that it's just incredibly humbling to, um, I can't stress this enough, it's just incredibly humbling to see something that I came up with on a whim flourish into something that, you know, I hope is representative of the different aspects and the learning and the ability to see the multifaceted aspect of so many things about life and just, you know, just a desire to have cre- to try to create something that was fun. So that's been my hope with this project and continues to be my hope with this project. So it just... I don't know. It just really makes me smile when I see any, you know, listens to the episodes. I don't even necessarily care if they're follows, even though I appreciate those. Those are great. Those don't go unnoticed. Um, But just even a listen to the episode is is just incredibly self-gratifying and humbling for me, you know, and a follow on the IG page or a catching of the reel on the IG page or or a follow on threads, you know, that really does truly mean a lot, you know, as someone who, again, was the narrative of my life from an early age was to try to be the best possible global aware citizen that I could, especially as someone who's never traveled outside of the continental U.S. I was always encouraged, probably inherently held, but always encouraged from the people in my immediate life to to try to find a way to you know, observe the world around me. Maybe not entirely understand it, but observe and try to be an active participant best I could. I think so, I think a lot of people that would know me, a few people in particular, would be like, and be pugnacious while you're at it. <laughs> oh, a couple of dear friends of mine are waiting for me to do a podcast called Pugnacious Nation, but <laughs> oh, that would be some dangerous territory there. The narrative would be I'd probably need personal security, but that's as far as we'll go on that subject. All right. Um, with that being said, again, thank every thank you everybody for catching any of the episodes of the podcast. I really and truly do mean it. You know, I try to do at least one 
um, every week to every 10 days. Sometimes it varies. And, you know, I just, I want to have this be, have as much fluidity and originality as possibly, as I possibly can. And sometimes the subject matters kind of jump all over the place, but, you know, I, I just wanted something that could have any kind of a lasting impact to have that be my life narrative, you could say, in speaking uh, and going with the idea of, you know, controlling your own narrative. Um, I just wanted this to be a positive example of what I would hope that my life narrative would be in a way. All right. With that being said, anybody that catches this that lives in California in particular, we've got some wet weather coming the next few days. So everybody be careful in general. We are in the middle of winter, uh, notwithstanding California winters, especially in NorCal. Most of us that live north of Sacramento know that our winter is definitely not indicative of most people's winters, but still um, being in an area that uh, quite oftentimes is uh, fire plagued. Um, If anybody's familiar with the um, dam evacuation, the largest earthen dam in the United States. The dam evacuation in 2007, in 2017. I live in that town and next to that dam. <laughs> and then the campfire that Pacific Gas and Electric, I'm only saying this for anybody that doesn't live in my area. Um, the campfire that um, was largely attributed to negligence on the part of Pacific Gas. Pacific Gas and Electric in 2018, that area is about 20 minutes from my house. Um, And then we had the Bear Fire just around Lake Orville. So my little area has been through a lot. And this is definitely the heart of the agriculture belt. They talk a lot about um, the agricultural contributions of the state of California and how I believe we're either the fifth to seventh largest economy um, but the dam where I live contributes a lot of water to Central and SoCal, and we are a considerable contributor to the agricultural production throughout the state, as the state's a, lo- a considerable agricultural contributor to, uh, definitely the rest of the country, if not probably different parts of the world. So, um, the last few years have been interesting in my own little, um, in my own little geographic area. So, but that's for a subject for a later one. (laughs) All right, everybody. Again, thank you so, so much for catching this uh, podcast. And like I've said at almost every other, the end of almost every other podcast episode, if anybody has any ideas, suggestions, questions, um, there is a Instagram page as I've alluded to for this podcast and um, anybody's more than welcome to private message me at any point. This is definitely open door, open suggestion, inclusion for all. All right. Enjoy the rest of your evening, day, depending upon your time zone. Take care.